0: TED Audio Collective. Hi, it's Madhupe, and for the past few weeks, we've been sharing episodes of ZigZag, a business podcast about being human, with this season dedicated to you finding your purpose. And in this episode, you're going to hear the podcast version of a photobomb, with a guest appearance from yours truly. Now over to Manoush.
1: I promised to tell you a little bit more about how this season of the show came about. And it really goes back to a hot day in July 2019. My business partner at the time, Jen Poyant, and I decided to lock ourselves in her apartment out near Rockaway Beach in New York City with an endless supply of kettle corn, my favorite, and iced coffee. We had come off of quite a year. We'd quit our jobs in a fit of frustration, we had joined a cryptocurrency project that was trying to save journalism, and we had turned the whole Mishigas into a documentary-style audio series. Yeah, seasons one through four of this very podcast. And the show was getting a lot of critical acclaim, but the crypto project failed, and our funding was about to dry up, and advertising dollars just weren't enough. So we papered Jen's walls and we got out lots of markers and post-it notes, also my favorite, and we asked ourselves a lot of really hard questions. Our goal was to figure out our next move as we continued to try and build a business that aligned with our personal values. We wanted to be home to make dinner for our kids most nights, and also not shill for companies that we thought sucked. Anyway, by the end of the day, we had a plan. And a few months later, we actually made a deal with our dream partner, and it felt like the kettle corn and iced coffee process had worked. But just as we were planning our 2020 relaunch, COVID hit. Budgets froze, sponsors dropped out, and the financial instability and stress was just, it was too much. So when Jen got a really good job offer with paid vacations and benefits, we ended our partnership and we recorded one final episode together.
2: It's just so, if you really go through all the events that we were just talking about, though, it's like, there's no way we could have predicted this a year ago. Like, no way. No. (laughs) Yeah, if
1: you haven't heard our breakup episode, go back and listen. It's sad. But looking back, I really respect Jen for saying, nope, I can't do this entrepreneur thing anymore. Instead of zigging, I need to zag. And even though things didn't go as planned, I got a lot out of the exercises that we did that hot July day. They clarified for me what I need out of work. And so I kept going back to them and refining them. And eventually, yes, I turned them into this season of Zigzag. From Stable Genius Productions and the TED Audio Collective, this is Zigzag, the business show about being human. I'm Anoush Zamarodi, and welcome back to the Zigzag Project six episodes, six steps help you better align your personal values with your professional ambitions. This is step five, the paths. You know, even in the best of times, changing your life and work, that is some seriously stressful shit. I'm sorry to curse, but it is. But now, I mean, we are all painfully aware these days that any plans we make could be upended at any moment. Listen to this message from Dara.
2: Hi, Manouche. I'm recording this voice memo from my dad's home office in the basement of the house I grew up in, which is where I sometimes come to cry. I discovered this podcast while I was doing my master's degree in English Lit, and when COVID hit, I was a brand new grad. The pandemic totally derailed the start of my career, and a couple months later, my dad died. I'm a young adult trying to find my place in a world that feels like it's exploded around me. Even though I'm not an entrepreneur, business, or a tech person, I relate so much to the values and concerns about the state of the world, the desire to look for creative solutions to big problems and just having no idea how to fix things. I'm finally getting to the point of trying to refocus on my career while carrying my grief at the same time, whatever that looks like. And what I'm trying to say is that this series came out at a very poignant time for me, even though I'm not doing the zigzag project step by step right now. I'm actually just trying to be okay with sitting in the neutral zone for a bit, exploring different interests and some new possibilities and seeing what comes my way.
1: Dara, I love that you know what you need right now. You're staying in the so-called neutral zone from step one, and other folks have told me that they need to stay there for a bit more too. But there are also a lot of you who have said... You feel ready to chart your path forward, that that's what you need to do right now. And yet, you're feeling a bit daunted by the uncertainty ahead and all the hard choices that you know you'll have to make if you make a big change, right? Like listeners Colin and Elaine.
2: I wish I could have more fun during this period of transition. Um, There could be a real upside to all of this, um,
0: but it's very easy to kind of get lost in the day-to-day and... The hard stuff as part of all this transition.
1: I wish I could focus, ignore the chattering monkeys, and keep on one or two, maybe three, forward paths until I reach some kind of conclusion instead of the constant stops and starting over or switching or just halting all paths completely and going into mind numbing mode. That was probably a lot longer than you wanted. Too bad. Elaine, bring it on. I love long voice memos. And today's assignment is about exactly that. You're going to hear it in a bit. It's about finding focus to lay out and then stick to our paths. First, though, we're going to get some coaching. So that we can better approach this period of transition so that we don't get lost along the way, as Colin said, or stuck in mind numbing mode
0: or go into denial. One thing we often do is like, no, I'm not stressed. I'm really not stressed about it. Don't be stressed about that. Don't be stressed. This is Madupe Akinola. I am a professor at Columbia Business School and I am the host of TED Business.
1: In addition to all that, Madupe also studies and researches work
0: and stress. So I look at how people psychologically and physiologically react to stress in organizational environments and in life in general. And I look at how that stress can affect performance outcomes like negotiation, decision making, creativity.
1: And you don't necessarily think like stress equals bad, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, so the dominant narrative is typically that stress is bad. Um, you need to avoid it and reduce it and counteract it. And yes, at certain levels, you can't have too much of it because that can be negative. But we all know times when stress has helped us. It's been an accelerator. It has given us the energy we needed to continue pushing, to come up with neat ideas. So in some of my work, I talk about the importance of having a mindset that highlights that stress is enhancing and not debilitating. And we found that when you have this mindset, that can have really beneficial outcomes.
1: Okay. When you're saying this, I can picture in my mind, there are moments where I feel intense pressure to come up with a new project or to complete a project. And actually that pressure is good because otherwise I would watch the rest of season four of The Crown. But Then there are other times where the stress gets to the point where I'm spinning my wheels and it it is debilitating. And it seems like, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's like a sliver between those two states of stress.
0: Yeah. So if you define stress or one of the classic definitions of stress, it is when um, the demands of the situation exceed your resources to cope. Mm. You see some like threat or danger in the area. There's some uncertainty Or you feel like you are exerting more effort than you even have. And when you feel those ways and you can't counteract that with anything, you don't have like the knowledge and abilities to overcome that. Or you just don't have like the dispositional traits that you need, the resilience at that moment. Or you don't have other people supporting you, that external support. If you don't have that and you're feeling those three things, danger, uncertainty, and you're exerting a lot of effort, you are going to feel incredibly stressed. And you might go into that flight mode versus that fight mode. You might go into the retreat versus, okay, let me approach this. Let me recruit all that I have to be even more effective. And that's the little sliver that you're talking about, having just enough of those resources to overcome those demands. Can we apply this actually to decision-making? Because I think this
1: point now that we are in in the ZigZag Project is that people are looking forward But how do they know the difference between stress that is like, oh, my God, this idea is not good. Cross it off the list. Don't even try. And stress that is like, okay, this is going to be hard, but anything worth doing
0: is hard. So persevere. One way to address that is what you do in the moment you are feeling that stress. What if instead of just denying it and avoiding that stress, you said, you know what? I am stressed. Let me think about what is making me stressed. I think I'm going to be rejected. I think they're going to say this is dumb. I think that, you know, maybe it is dumb. Maybe I'm dumb. Like, just acknowledge it. Because when you acknowledge it, then you get down to like kind of some of the basic elements and then you're kind of like, oh, I'm not dumb. It's okay if they say they don't like it. Other people have liked it. So rather than denying that that stress is existing or exists, you need to acknowledge it. That's one of the first steps in addressing or Understanding that stress can be enhancing. And then another thing to do is maybe think about all the times where you felt the exact same way and the outcome was favorable. Think about that person that you shared XYZ with and ended up becoming a dear friend and a great resource for that work. So that's another way when you're in that moment to kind of overcome it. That's almost giving yourself more resources to overcome what you are worried about and concerned about. And then also when you're feeling like your heart beating a little bit, take some deep breaths and pause. That's noticing that you might be a little bit stressed and even telling yourself. There's some research showing that when you tell yourself a little bit of stress can actually be helpful for performance. Where you say, my heart is beating really hard right now, my palms are a little sweaty, or whatever it is that's your stress signal, or I'm eating all that chocolate and gummy bears. Huh, that is a signal to me that I need to just pause Acknowledge what's going on and be present with myself. So those are some techniques that could be used by um, those who are in this phase of feeling stressed, but about to kind of cross that boundary from an idea that's percolating to an idea that could be great.
1: The last thing I want to do is encourage people to take risks that could put them in financial jeopardy. Mm. And I worry with, you know, there's a hint of idealism in this project. And I absolutely know that, you know, a lot of people are really struggling. Do you ever find that there are people who run towards the stress instead of saying, I need to take a look at my bank account and accept that the risks I want to take are dangerous to
0: my well-being, to my family's well-being. In some ways, what you're saying, though, is acknowledging again. Mm. Like you saying this might be dangerous to my well-being and my family is at least you putting a label and acknowledging how you're feeling and what you're experiencing. And one thing I also tell people is can we welcome that stress that we've acknowledged? And what do I mean by that? Sometimes being able to get to the root of why you care. So I think it's going to affect my family in a negative way. Okay, why do I think that and why do I care? Because I want my family to have a full life. Why? Because I think a full life will bring happiness. Why? Because I didn't have as much growing up and I want to be able to provide. Why? So you keep on asking yourself why, 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 and then you kind of get down to the root of it. And you're able to say, wow, this might create something beautiful for me and my family and the world. That to me is welcoming that stress. And I like to say that it kind of takes the air out of the balloon when you get down to the reason why you care about not having money in the bank. And when you do that, you can kind of say, oh, these are all kind of good reasons. These are good reasons to be nervous and there's good reasons to be hopeful about the upside. So, maybe I'll go for it. Maybe I'll try it. And so, if there's anything to really take away from this, it's like, let's stop pretending like this stuff isn't hard. Let's stop pretending it isn't hard. Totally. Yes. Let's be present with the fact that it's hard. And then let's remind ourselves of how much we've gotten through hard stuff in our lives and use that as fuel.
1: So if you have one last piece of advice for our folks who are thinking, like, I'm going to make a change. I am going to try to take this way that I want to see the world exist, and I'm going to try to do even just a little something about it in my work.
0: What I would say is if you just know in your heart and soul that what you're pursuing is a part of your purpose where you are addressing that challenge that you were put on this earth to fix keep at it and thank you because if more of us followed our purpose then this world would be so much of a better place and you're you're doing that by putting into practice and living what you think is a problem or addressing a problem that you think needs to be addressed. So thank you and encourage others to do the same. And don't hide the ups and the downs and the stress and whatever, because sometimes we end up just talking about the positives. When everyone needs to know that it's a journey, everything is a journey that has its ups and downs. Thank you so much, Madupe. This was so lovely. My pleasure. So good talking to you. Okay, so
1: you need to keep asking why, interrogate yourself in a loving way. And with that in mind, your assignment for this episode after a brief break.
0: Support for TED Business comes from Odoo. What's Odoo? Well, Odoo is an all-in-one management software with apps for every business need. Odoo has apps for CRM, accounting, sales, HR, inventory, manufacturing, and everything in between. And they're all in one easy-to-use software. And the best part about Odoo? All Odoo apps are integrated helping you get things done faster and more efficiently. So when you think about business, think Odoo. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash tedbusiness. That's O-D-O-O dot slash tedbusiness. This show is brought to you by Schwab. With Schwab investing themes, It's easy to invest in ideas you believe in, like artificial intelligence, big data, robotic revolution, and more. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy as is or customize the stocks in a theme to fit your goals. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. We're back.
1: Can I just say, if you have made it this far in the Zigzag Project, holy moly, congratulations. If you've done all the exercises too, well, hot damn, because at this point, you have a short list of ideas of what you might do next. These ideas match both your core values and your vision of your future life from the previous steps. A life where you marry, even just a little bit better, what you want to see in the world with the work that you do every day. And maybe there's just one idea on this list. Maybe there are 10. Either way is great. I just want to share uh, one listener who sent me lots of amazing ideas that she has for a new career, including becoming a wildlife rehabilitator, a hydroponic gardener, and a developer of homes with net zero emissions. I love it. But she also has less totally life-upending ideas on there, too, like learn Italian, become a great birder, Take up woodworking. Maybe you have a radically different list of ideas, other ways to better align your personal values with your professional ambitions. And now the question is: like, which ones should you actually pursue? Should you go big or should you start with smaller pivots? How will you translate all the thinking that you've done so far into action? Well, before we do anything, we are going to test and interrogate your ideas. Again, in a loving way. One by one, let's consider what it would take, what it would really take for you to pursue these ideas. For each idea on your list, I want you to ask yourself these three questions. So first, how excited are you about this idea on a scale from one to 10, with 10 being the most excited? Go ahead, write a number next to each idea. The first one that pops into your head, don't overthink it. Okay, so secondly, what would you need to give up to pursue this idea? So for example, maybe you'd have to stop working full time and go back to school, or maybe you'd have to give up the very flexible schedule that you have right now, or maybe you'd need to make less money. Be really realistic. And third, who could help you make this idea happen, even incrementally? Think way beyond your inner circle to a neighbor, or your mom's friend, or an old friend from work. Okay, so which ideas are you both really excited about and willing to make the sacrifices to pursue it? Which ones would put too much stress on you? And which ones would stress you just the right amount, as Madupe might say? Each one of these ideas, the ones that you're really excited about and willing to make the sacrifices to pursue it and thinking like, yes, the stress is going to keep me going, each of these is a potential path. Write each one down at the top of a sheet of paper or document and hold on to them for the last step of the zigzag project. And here's your homework. If you couldn't think of anyone to help you make your idea happen, That's totally fine. Just think about it over the next couple weeks till the final episode. Ask around. Do some Googling. Don't worry. All of these instructions are in the newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can also find the instructions at zigzagpod.com. That is also where you will find the final episode, step six of the Zigzag Project, two weeks from now. Here's what we're gonna do in that episode. We are gonna come up with our own personal timeline, and you're gonna hear from other listeners about changes that they have decided to make, like Dawn. I am making a huge change, and doing the zigzag project really helps solidify and put an action plan into place. And I pulled the trigger. I'm going back to school. It's totally different than what I've ever done before for the first time in a long time I'm excited and also scared and that's a good feeling Go Dawn yeah let's hear some more of these stories listeners maybe you haven't made a big change like Dawn yet but what have you learned about yourself since you started this process record a voice memo you can make it as long as you want and send it to zigzag at And thank you. Also, nearly 3,000 people so far have taken the self assessment survey from step one with an 85% completion rate, which is kind of amazing. I'm gonna share some of the data, some of the findings on step six on that episode as well. The survey, by the way, is anonymous, which means you will not get your answers emailed to you at the end. So take some time to screenshot as you go if you find that useful. I guess finally, if you are into this project and you know someone who could get into it too, maybe who needs it, is really thinking about making some big changes but doesn't know where to start, please share the podcast and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I am really, really grateful when y'all do that. The ZigZag team is Dan DeZula, David Herman, and Lauren Reimer. Many thanks to them and the folks at TED, especially Anna, Michelle, Micah, and Will for all their help to make this season happen. ZigZag is a member of the TED Audio Collective and comes from Stable Genius Productions. I'm Anoush Zamarodi, and thank you so much for listening.